This is the Movie Hall of Fame, the Anti-Oscars 2023 for Thursday, March 9th, 2023. And there he is across the table from me, the Amy Schumer to my Billy Crystal. It's Adam Hall. (laughs) All right. I'm Amy Schumer. Hi. What's up, bud? How you doing? This is the anti-Oscars. This is the real Oscars, not that yeah. fake shit yeah. airing on ABC <laughs> this Sunday. These are all the corrections. That's what's going on. We're fixing the Oscars, as as we're famous for doing. This is the third time we're doing this. Our alternate slate of nominees and all of the major categories. The Oscars did a pretty good job this year, but it can be improved upon as anything in life. There's one movie for me that kind of like to give a little teaser really takes over a lot of my awards. I was surprised by how well it did. Yeah. There's a few interesting twists, I guess, but yeah, look, look, it's, it is one of those instances where you look at what you want to nominate and then you look back and you're like, that didn't get nominated for that. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. So this, yeah. Some of these are just glaring omissions. Some, I think kind of test our creative muscles. Sure. You know, I, I found some categories to be pretty weak compared to prior years. And I'm curious if you feel the same way about them. But there are some big categories that are usually stacked that this year I was kind of stretching the definition of, you know, supporting actor. Yeah. For example. Oh, the support. Yeah, well, I, I kind of had that that issue, too, in a few in a few instances. I found it to be fine. You know, it wasn't like didn't bother me aside from a few omissions, but it's not like the nominees were wrong you know they were insane with the exception being in like the supporting actress category i thought like i said like not that i have an issue with what jamie lee curtis was doing and everything everywhere but like why was she even nominated it's insane (laughs) and and i i get like with angela bassett i guess it's the narrative is that all it is because i just don't think she deserves the nomination either yeah we're gonna go through and break down the actual nominees and then give our alternate slates the only rules if it was nominated for an oscar you cannot nominate it in the anti-Oscars. Now, this, now, but this is my question, because this is where uh, I might have fucked up, okay. maybe. So for, so, for example, like, in one of my categories, like, Marcel is there, but it's not, and I, we didn't do animated feature. Right. But I put that elsewhere. Yes. That's okay. That is okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I nominated movies that are in the Oscars line of just not in those categories. In other categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. You did it right. All right. You, you nailed it. It only took you three years. I'm, I'm happy. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe there was one that snuck in there. All right. Let's just get going here. Let's start with Best Supporting Actor. Okay. The nominees at the actual Academy Awards were Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Love that nomination. <laughs> He's really good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Cogan in The Banshees of Inisherin, and Kiwi Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once, the prohibitive favorite here. Don't see him losing this award. I'm cannot sorry. lose. No, cannot lose. And I would say, rightfully so. I think that's who I would vote for. I think I would vote for him too. Honestly, that's a. G- I'm. I'm going to be really ecstatic just seeing him get up there to accept an award. I love that guy. I love his story. It's just amazing that he's here now. Not to be a sap, but yeah. Like, come on. Who doesn't love that? That's great. Yeah. Um, my problem with the Oscars this year is that I looking at the nominees, they're all kind of samey samey. Yes. A lot of them sort of take up the same categories. They repeat themselves and it's like they're not very interesting, I guess. That has been a concern the last few years with the Oscars as the voting body has gotten bigger and actually as the best picture category has gotten larger. Mm. There tends to be less parity in the lower categories. So the uh, I, I'm looking at Best Supporting Actor as an example. All but one of those movies was nominated for Best Picture. Yep. You know, Best Supporting Actress, 
that's maybe two exactly. non best picture nominees in there. But I mean, I don't know. That's the Oscars, right? It's like they pick their yeah. handful of movies and is the Banshees of Inisherin really one of the best edited movies of the year? I guess not, but it's a best picture nominee and that's the movie that everyone saw. All righty. Best supporting actor. Pedro Pascal, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I thought you might do that. Yeah, that's it. That's one. I was kind of torn. Like, he's kind of a double lead, but I didn't quite go. He's more of a supporting actor to me. Not the best performance in that movie, though, in my opinion. I agree with that. Well, but... we'll get to that later, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I didn't go that Didn't go that route. I didn't either. All right, all right. All right. Okay. We went, you went there last year, I think. I did. I think Cage won Best Actor for me last year. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Mark Rylance, Bones and All. <laughs> An indefensible nomination. He's oh. so bad in that movie, Adam. Oh, I disagree. Oh my god! A wonderful, wonderful, interesting performance. <laughs> stuck with me more than basically all. I of mean, them. stuck with me too, like a popcorn <laughs> kernel in my teeth. No, hey, hey, come on, like a, a, a like piece a de- of lettuce, like a delectable five, five star gourmet dish. More like Louise. Give me a break. Hey, he might actually win this one. You don't know. Is this an all bones and all lineup for you today? <laughs> no, but bones and all does come back with with a vengeance in in a way. Yeah, but you'll see. This was the year Mark Rylands jumped the shark for me. It was that bad. Yeah, I hated that performance. Actually, oh, it wow. started with Don't Look Up. Yeah, Don't which Look was Up. Technically, last year. That's such a worse fucking performance in every way, though. Yeah, like that's not a that's not a character. I actually bought this character in Bones and All. As crazy as he is, did you see the outfit? Uh, yeah, I did. He was fine in the outfit. Yeah. yeah, he's fine in the out, but not very memorable, and doesn't doesn't leave the same kind of impression. I'm not moved by that performance in the way that I am this one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> it's a good performance, but this is a more interesting one here. Uh, Theo Rossi, Emily the Criminal. He's really good in that. I was stunned by this. That's a great call. Mm-hmm. That's right. a terrific call. Yep. Yeah, I was like, who is that guy? He's really fucking good. Kind of steals that movie. I agree. Yeah, it's a great. Little performance that I didn't see coming. That's a great call. Yeah. All right. You've won me back. <laughs> you've won me back with that. One. I'm going to lose you by the end. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. And he, uh, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson, Bullet Train. I didn't see Bullet Train. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is so good in Bullet Train. Future James Bond. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sleeping with Barbara Broccoli, I guess. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> Right. Uh, it's the only explanation. It's the only explanation. It's like the reason to watch the movie. He's incredible in Bullet Train. I loved him. Brian Tyree Henry also in that, right? Yep. Yeah. Both are very good. They kind of play partners in that. Okay. And then finally, Justin Long, Barbarian. Also on my list. Mm. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah. That, that was the obviously. first one I thought of. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and you see your winner? Nope. You're giving it to Rylance? Nope. What do you got? Aaron Taylor Johnson wow. gets your first Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't see the movie. I can't comment. But if his prior record is uh, any indication, I'm not sure it'll be my thing. Here are my nominees. The only overlap we had was Justin Long in Barbarian. Yeah. You know, Judd Hirsch gets the nomination for the Fablemans in the actual Oscars. I didn't even think he was the best cameo in that movie. David Lynch, I thought, was the better cameo. It's true. So I'm giving him the nomination here All right. as John Ford at the end of The Fablements. Anthony Edwards in Hustle. 
Oh, that's a good one. I considered that one. Yes, the Minnesota Timberwolves' own Anthony Edwards in a movie full of good athlete performances. Remarkably good athlete performances. And this is the funny thing is that, like, basketball players have done performances in, like, video games. Like, like the NBA games have, like, the actual players all the time. And their voice performances are so unconscionably bad. Yes. I'm amazed they ever released that. It's really shockingly bad. It makes me cringe. Yes. So to see them redeem themselves in this movie is very, very touching to me, actually. Yeah, he plays the villain in this one at <laughs> the trash talking. He's really good. He's really fellow good. prospect of uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. And... Yeah, he's great. I think I thought he stole the show. Sandler got the SAG nomination this year. Yeah, that was an interesting one. I'm okay with that. I thought he was really good. I think he's very good, but for me, it's it's Anthony Edwards' show there. Sure, sure. Um, all right, this one it's a half-hearted nomination, but I I I like nominating people who are much better than the movie that they're in. Yeah, there's a few of these on here for me, I believe. So if you're in a bad movie and you somehow manage to overcome the terrible script that you're working with, I give you a lot of credit. One of my winners is one of those movies. So that is why I'm giving Adrian Brody and Blonde a nomination. Mm, I thought you'd do that. Yeah, I thought was by far and away the best part of that movie. One of his best performances. (laughs) And Rayon Sarlacc. Rayon Sarlacc. Sarlacc? Like the Sarlacc pit? No, not like the Sarlacc like Pitt but uh, Hit the Road is a great foreign language film and he plays a four year old five year old boy um. he is a f- like five year old boy uh, it's a great child performance it is <laughs> he's a, f- yeah. a four year old he's playing a five year old actually cool. yeah maybe he's not five maybe he's like seven or eight <laughs> but he's quite young and he's quite remarkable in Hit the Road which was one of my favorite foreign language films of the year and had we done that as one of our anti-Oscar categories Hit the Road would have to be Nominated uh, for Best International Feature. Pana Panahi directs Hit the Road. I did not see it. It's a wonderful, wonderful. Is it Iranian movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's good shit. Who's the winner? Long. Justin Long. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Eh. Steals the movie. That's fair. Matthew Maher from Funny Pages almost made it for me. Yeah, I'm almost did that. Uh... It's such a weird performance. Like, he's such a weirdo, and it... Actually takes a lot of bravery to be that unlikable on screen. Like he's a real disturbed man. Now he pops up in quite a few places though. I actually really like him. Yeah, he's like a big theater actor. He's he's really good, that guy. Yeah, he's great. He's in this this film called It's Kind of a Funny Story with Zach Galifianakis. Uh-huh. He's a mental patient in an asylum and that's where I was first introduced to him. He's really good in that. Yeah. But this is like yeah, this is a great performance by him. Uh, I also had Tim Roth from Resurrection written down. <laughs> I know you hate that movie, but he has to sell really silly dialogue and a really silly premise. And you actually believe what he's saying. No, you don't. He's good in the movie. You don't believe any, you don't even believe the fucking Rebecca. What's her name? Hall. Rebecca Hall. It's your last name. How did uh, you forget? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Hall. It's your name. Yeah. Rebecca. What's her face? <laughs> You're looking at it every day in the mirror. And by the way, I thought Mark Maron was also really good in Two Leslie. The Andrea Riseborough movie. Oh, I didn't see. It that. was kind of a confounding nomination yeah. if we explain that. Yeah, if yeah. you don't know the Andrea Riseborough situation, um, please remain comfortably under your rock. It's much happier <laughs> there than it is uh, on film Twitter. But yep. uh, I thought actually Mark Maron was the better performance in that movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for that. Okay. Best supporting actress. Best supporting actress. Here we go. Your nominees at the actual Academy Awards: Hong Chao in The Whale. Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inishirin, 
Angela Bassett mm. in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Angela Bassett did the thing. What? <laughs> Angela Bassett did the thing. What the hell is that? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Jamie Lee, you are all of us. <laughs> what is happening? What is that? And St- Stephanie's sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Blanche Kate, you're a genius. Jamie Lee, you are all of us. What is that? <laughs> That's Ariana DeBose at the BAFTAs. Oh. oh. All the ladies in the room, supporting and leading, all here, I presume. Hong Chao, Dolly D, Carrie and Carrie with the C. Dame Emma, I'm so fond. And a girl, you were great and blonde. Danielle D, you broke my heart. Michelle, I've loved you from the... You know that gif of Martin Scorsese at the Oscars watching <laughs> Eminem? That's me right now. Uh, yeah, you could look up that performance if you want. <laughs> so she like sings about all the females nominated in the major categories, and they cut to all of the women in the crowd, and they are all unamused. <laughs> I can imagine they're all just straight faces. Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Do you know what that means? She did the thing. Do you, have you heard that expression before? All the Zoomers, I think, use it. No, I don't know. It's like that. you do like a good job. They did the thing. Like they they made progress. Is that what it's coming from? She she just did the thing. She did the she finally did the she thing. She did the thing, man. I do the thing all the time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this is the most wide open category at the actual Oscars. Angela Bassett, confoundingly, has been the front runner for three months. I don't get it. In a movie that she is totally fine in, yes, but exactly. I would say ultimately unremarkable. And for her to break the Marvel curse. At the Oscars by by winning the first acting um, award for that studio is very confusing. I don't even think she's in my top 20 favorite Marvel performances ever. No, not even close. Yeah. yeah she, I mean, she's good, but like in the grand scheme of things, I thought quite forgettable. Yes. So I don't I, I don't know. Confounding. Uh, Hong Chow in The Whale, not even the best Hong Chow performance this year. She's much better in the menu than she is in The Whale. No. Oh, come on. No, you're just saying that because you don't like the whale. I, I don't, I don't she, like the menu either, but I think she's better in the menu. No. She's good in the whale. She's much better in the whale. But that's a way better performance. I completely disagree with that. Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> maybe the fifth best performance in that movie. Stephanie Zoo, a better performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Just straight sure. up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and Carrie Condon, I actually thought was quite good. We'll yeah, see. no, I'm, I, I like, I, I would love it if she won, but that's probably not going to happen. We'll see. What do you got? All right, best supporting actress, Rachel Sanat. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I knew you were gonna do that. Fuck yeah! In fact, I have a soundbite. Really? A podcast takes a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> so sure, I was you were gonna do that. Yeah, it does, Rachel. <laughs> we love you, Simsbury alum. <laughs> a podcast takes a lot of work. Okay. Sure does, Rach. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. Sure does. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, the Batman. Hell yeah! Mm. You did it! Yeah, I did it. This is my favorite Catwoman. She's so <laughs> Aside good. Aside from Michelle Pfeiffer. But, uh, she's so good. But she's really She good. might be better than Pfeiffer. It's possible, know. yeah. She little... steals the movie. Mm. She's excellent. Love her in the movie. Yeah. Dolly DeLeon, Triangle of Sadness. 
I liked this movie a lot more than you did. Yeah, I don't like this movie at all. You compared it to Don't Look Up. It's it's better than Don't Look Up, but uh, yeah, it's it's in a similar vein to me. Yeah, I didn't like it. I agree with you, though. She is the best performance in that movie, and I did have her on my short list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joey King, Bullet Train. God, it's the Bullet Train Award. Yeah, yes. She's awesome in the movie. Wow. Can you believe it? She's fucking awesome. Bullet Train has arrived at the station. She's pretty good at Bullet Train. I'm just saying. She, I mean, she's a, she's a total shithead in it, and you just want her to die the whole time. But she's, like, awesome in the movie. Okay. I don't know. And finally, Janelle Monet, Glass Onion. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, all right. You're, there you are. Uh, Didn't care. That's like a non-nomination. It's like, I need to fill a fifth slot. I don't know, Janelle Monet. You didn't think Kate Hudson was better in Glass Onion? No, I did not. I thought she sucked. <laughs> oh, see, she stole the movie from me. No, I feel the complete opposite is Janelle for me, yeah. I mean, she's playing two characters, so you got to give her a little credit yeah, for that. Way more interesting, to me anyway, way more interesting performance. Okay, well, there's a couple you missed. Nicole Kidman in The Northman. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> I, I consider that. I was like, nah. I thought her best performance in years. I haven't liked Nicole Kidman this much in a very long time. Yeah, she she's she's good, but like I don't know. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> Shut up, Nicole. Move your face. <laughs> no, I, I felt like in that movie they kind of played around with her. The lack of face <laughs> muscles. Yeah. yeah, I mean she's a horrible human being in that. Like she goes full villain mode in that. Yes. In a way that she hasn't really done in a while. In a long time. Yeah. The scream when she says kill him. Yes. Ooh. Chilling. Uh Nina Haas and Tar. She's just an awesome actress that yeah. pops up in a lot of things. It's one of those like that guy kind <laughs> of performers. Yeah. And she, every time she pops up, she's awesome. Yeah, I like her in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also like a really good foil for Blanchett, who is <laughs> so mercurial in that movie. Mm-hmm. And she's just this hum in the background. Oh, yeah. But like her big scenes, like in the big fight they have at the end of the movie, packs a punch. Like she's really good. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Burghardt, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, I thought oh. stole that movie. Which one's Vanessa Burghardt? She that? plays the daughter. She plays Dakota Johnson's daughter. Oh, okay. She's wonderful in that. Yes, yeah, she is wonderful in that. And my winner, I don't know if you saw this movie. It's The Woman King. I did see The Woman King. Yeah. Lashana Lynch. Yeah, that's a good one. Is my winner in this category. I thought she was the best part of that movie by far. And a movie full of like really solid performances by actors that we like. She's the comic relief. She has a lot of fun. She has the best lines. Yeah, lovely in that movie. Yeah. yeah. That's my winner. That's fair. Yeah, I like that one. I went over The Woman King. I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, a movie I like. I like that it. movie has really grown on me. Just watching all of the Oscar nominees, because I, I do this every year. I watch every single movie nominated for every category yeah. at the Oscars. It's a it's a lot better than a lot of the ones nominated too. And and what I do is I realize how stupid the Academy is, and, and like the the weeks of like February fourteenth to March seventh, it's a tough time for me to be watching movies. And I've been going back, being like. The woman king could have slotted in real nicely here. Like, oh, sure. just put the woman king right there. Yep. And, and would it, you know, just put it there. Like, why is Bardo here? Like, what? Put know. the woman king there. Yeah. Just this fucking solid crowd pleaser, good. Yeah. Old school epic. Yes, I agree. You know, I agree. Uh, Dolly DeLeon is my winner, by the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah she's good. Yeah. Very good. Almost put Jennifer Connelly on the list. Couldn't couldn't talk myself. No, into you it. can't do that. It's, no. She's great. Though. It's, it's such a whatever performance. They got such chemistry. Who gives a shit. You guys are. I like that movie a lot, but like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> and uh, 
Man, I wanted to put Sigourney here so bad. Really? I did. I wanted oh, just to needle you. Good God. Just to needle you, but I didn't. Good I God. showed restraint. I guess I didn't show restraint in one category, <laughs> so you're going to regret that. <laughs> okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? You want to do editing? Yeah, let's do editing. All right. The nominees in, in the actual best editing category. Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Okay. What do you got? I have A. Shrikar Prasad, RRR. Cool. Oh, you wrote down the names of the editors. Yes, I did. I did not do that. Oh, okay. Well, it'll make the, the suspense a little more fun. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to guess yeah. <laughs> what movie you're talking about. Blair McLendon, After Sun. Uh, really well edited. Movie. Yes. Straight, yeah. uh, like sharply and smartly edited and you wouldn't necessarily think it on first viewing but it's a really really brilliantly edited film. well the editing particularly that, that final like 10 minutes with, y- yeah oh my god it, it creates the sense of broken memory like, yeah that the, movie is the edit it's it's a rhythm unlike anything i've seen that mm-hmm. d- again adds to that memory feel that's so specific mm-hmm. it's beautiful sven bulleman all quiet on the western front a movie that I was surprised did not get an, an editing nom. It didn't get enough. It's everywhere else. Yeah. Like it, it, you give won, it, okay? Give it, give it the nom. You guys Please. won. <laughs> Relax. It's a good movie. Hey, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's great. Nicholas Monsauer for Nope. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my nominees. Too. There, there you go. And my winner, King Sang Bum. Decision to leave. Decision to leave also made my list. Yep. Uh, decision to leave. Nope. After Sun, we overlapped on those. I threw Avatar: The Way of Water on here, and uh, I gave Babylon my win. Damon Chazelle movies—they're well edited. Could the movie have been shorter? I suppose. Ju- that movie to me was just edited. It's just a bunch of editing. <laughs> it's just what it is, but not necessarily in a good way. Now it's not like a chaotic mess to me, but it's like. There's nothing interesting to me about the edits, me personally, mm. whereas as opposed to like decision to leave, where it's like the edits in that are sharp and interesting and you don't always notice them, but there's so much going on. I push back a little bit on the idea that we should award technical categories that call attention to themselves. Well, to me, that's what Babylon sort of does. Yeah, but see, decision to leave, which I I, I, I love that movie and it's going to pop up later on my list as well. Mm-hmm the editing in that it's it's purposeful you know we're, we're cutting off conversations mid-sentence um we're showing you flashbacks to things and those are directorial decisions that are clearly meant to discomfort you yeah and yeah i don't know like it it, it made my list babylon to me though it's just like <laughs> chazelle knows when to cut on a certain beat and how That's to get true. comedic effect out of each cut yeah yeah, I felt, kind of felt the opposite, though, because I agree with you. Yeah, he's just a really good craftsman of, of the edit and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, though. I, I, I felt like it was so obvious to me. To me, anyway, it was a little more like, oh, yeah, look at all this editing. As a decision to leave felt a little more invisible to me, Okay, which is interesting. Yeah. All right. Best cinematography. Aha. Uh-huh. Your nominees at the Oscars. All Quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Elvis. Empire of Light. Deacons just fucking every year now. For years, every the whole single- thing was Deacons is never going to get an Oscar when you finally get to give Deacons his Oscar. And now they just slot him in. He's like John Williams or Diane Warren. Yeah, basically. It just if he, it doesn't matter what shit movie he, he <laughs> Well, that was his cinematography. It's not his. It's fine. I don't know. He does his thing. But yeah. Empire of Light's a pile of horseshit. <laughs> Terrible movie. I didn't Goodness gracious. <laughs> 
and uh, and Tar. Tar also gets the cinematography nomination. Uh, my nominees are Seni Kachaturan for Bones and All, uh, Claudio Miranda for Top Gun Maverick, Jaren Blaschke, uh, The Northman, Kim Ji Yong, uh, Decision to Leave, and Sean Ellis for The Cursed. Yeah. And my winner's Kim Ji Yong. Also my winner. Yeah. From Decision to Leave. Quite obvious to me. Incredibly <laughs> obvious. Some of the shots in that movie. Yeah. How did they get these? Mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick did not get the Oscar nomination. It was anticipated. Kind of crazy. They strapped a bunch of cameras to planes and flew them really fast. Uh, nope, I have here as well. Hoyta shoots the shit out of that movie. Yep. I wrote down Ambulance. Because listen. What the fuck? We're that's giving. the worst cinematography of the fucking year, my if friend. If we're giving Top Gun <laughs> credit for strapping 4K IMAX cameras to planes, just, then I'm just, giving credit for the drone shots. Yeah. Pushing the boundaries of the form. Oh my God. You scientists never. <laughs> we're so preoccupied if you could, you never stop to think if you should. <laughs> I've never seen shots like I've seen an ambulance. I don't know what I saw in ambulance, to be perfectly frank. That's you, not you the saw si- movie magic. Yeah, that's not the you sign of good cinematography. I don't know what the fuck was happening. You saw innovation. I saw nothing. I saw a series of blurs and noise where I saw the, the same shot essentially repeated past the building over and over and over again. Pushing the form. <laughs> And uh, this one, I'm not sure if it counts. I mean, there are credited cinematographers, although a lot of this is archival footage. But Fire of Love. Yeah. It's yeah. Stretching the definition a little bit. It's, it's a shot movie. Someone had to shoot it. <laughs> there was no shooting on that movie. No one shot that movie. There's incredible shots. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. We're standing in fucking volcanoes, Adam. When the fuck is a documentary, everyone? Best cinematography. A wall of lava. Yes, I know. It's incredible. It's good shit. It's its own thing. It's its own thing, I guess. Decision to leave my winner. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Just some of the most incredible, brilliant, <laughs> considered cinematography of the year. It's the best shot movie of the year. It wasn't nominated. It's easily, I thought. I was like, this is incredible what they're doing. It's insane. It got nothing. nothing. Not a single I nomination. Like, What's happening? <laughs> best adapted screenplay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I think it's fair to say a bit thin. Maybe. Not a lot of great adaptations this year. Ooh. I'll just say from the Oscar nominees, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. He's a little to be desired. There were a few that I was like, come on, come on, give it to. I mean, there's a lot. Top Gun Maverick, again, the script's fine, but that's not like a script movie, you know? That's a sturdy-ass screenplay, though. Yeah, it's sturdy in the way that all movies like that have a sturdy script, though. good bones, dude. It's just a house with good bones. Yes, I know, I know, but that's not like a... That's not a movie I look to to like, you know, illustrate what a, a script can do. I mean, that's a feat of direction and an insane man <laughs> spearheading the journey. I think I'd vote for it. Oh, my if God. If I had to pick one. My understanding with All Quiet is that the, the adaptation is not good. That it actually perverts a lot of the source material. That, that's been one of the main knocks that I've seen of it. I've heard the opposite. Yeah? Yeah, that it's very faithful. I mean, I've read the book, so. Okay. Well, well, all right, well what's your opinion then? I think it's a, it's a, it doesn't pervert it. It changes a lot of like things around, uh-huh. <laughs> if that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's not a beat for beat adaptation at all, but. Yeah. That might win. Women Talking is the favorite in Vegas. And again, I think it's a good script, a little didactic for my taste, but it's, it's a uh-huh. decent script. <laughs> All Quiet to me, I don't know, like, it, 
that movie, I, and I think we talked about this when we did the end of the year pod, there are scenes in that movie that are breathtaking, and then there are some scenes where I'm just a little caught off guard because we're in a train car all of a sudden, and it's a bunch of people with chess pieces on a chessboard. And it just feels like you could have trimmed out a lot of that. That stuff. The yeah. contrast is so different, though. You know, I, I just like it because of the, the way it illustrates like the the banality of World War One. Yes. The fact that that's what it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Tr- final conversation is good. Yeah. But when the guy's like in front of the fireplace being like, we will not, like he might as well have a cat on his lap petting him like Dr. Evil. They don't drag for me. They don't go on forever. I mean, because most of the movie is on the battlefield. So, you know, yeah, there is that. It's that same problem with any war movie, wherever it cuts back to like the the room sequences, it's always, always feels wrong. Yeah. Yeah. My nominees. 3,000 years of longing. Oh, I didn't nominate it, but that's a good one. George Miller, A.S. Byant and Augusta Gore. You didn't nominate it. No. no. Sick adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Very good adaptation. That's his daughter, by the way. Augusta Gore. Sure is. Yeah. Koganada wrote the screenplay for After Yang, another adaptation, a movie that I liked quite a bit, science fiction film. The Northman, Mm. Sojourn, and Robert Eggers. Yep. I got that one. Sojourn. Confess Fletch. Well, I didn't see it. Greg Matola and Zev Burrow. Uh, a lot of quips. I love a movie with quips. I know you love do. a cop drama with quips. Nico's favorite movie is a brisk watch with a really quippy script, and that's it. That's right. That's a lot of quips. You, yeah, just a fun little script that's easy as hell to watch. Had a great time with that one. Yeah. Uh, and my winner, a movie that has to juggle a lot of characters. And when I saw the press releases. Of all the casting decisions, being like, wait a minute, the Penguin's in this movie? Catwoman's in this movie? Really? We're doing all of these Batman villains in one movie? But Matt Reeves and Peter Craig pulled it off with the screenplay for the Batman. That's my winner. That's your winner? Yes. They did a great job. I agree. I also nominated that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a decent little overlap here. All right. Well, let's go. Uh, David Koenig for Bones and All. Jean-Jean-Jean? For, you know, Robert Eggers. Yeah. Northman. Sure. Jean. Okay. Dean Fleischer, Cam, Jenny Slate, and Nick Pally from Marshall, the show with shoes on. On my short list. Yeah. Matt Reeves and Peter Craig, the Batman. And Guillermo del Toro and Patrick McHale for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Also had that one written down. Yep. Just a gnarly Pinocchio adaptation. I think the best. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I loved it so much. <laughs> just uh, to put Mussolini in the movie, to have the balls to do that. He's like, just a punching bag, too. That guy. I love I love what they do with Mussolini. But yeah. the fact that it's Mussolini in a Pinocchio movie, that's yeah. so funny. And also, like, the framing devices, I think, are really clever. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, the Tilda Swinton stuff is really clever that's with, great. like, the weird purgatory spirit. mm and then also the Ewan McGregor cricket character. Yeah. It's well written. It's really good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Bones and all ones. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's that's great. Smartest script of the bunch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh a real a really interesting moving script. Uh, a very very harsh, very but also very touching at the same time and a really, really effective blending of genre that I loved. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> Best original screenplay. <laughs> I just I can't believe you're doing Sorry. This. It's not that it's, weird. It's the, the bullet train and fucking... You're on your little island over bones there. Bones and All Awards. <laughs> you're the only person who has that much of a problem with Bones and All. Oh, that movie just did not work for me at all. Clearly. <laughs> Banshees of Inishira and Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Triangle of Sadness. 
That's a good list. Yeah, I'm okay with that list. That's a solid list that everything, everywhere, all at once is probably going to prevail out of. And that is disappointing to me. Yeah. Okay. Visually, it leads, it, you know, the script leads to a lot of interesting stuff, but it's not the best script to me at all. No. I think with that third act alone, I don't understand how you could call it the best script. That third act is. Ugh. Yeah. I, I feel like three of these five. Easily better. Uh, yeah. I mean, you want to give it to Kush for Fablemans. You want to, you know. I mean, that scripting Fablemans awesome. Tar is just written within an inch of its life. Like, it's so, it's so good. I don't love Tar as much as you do, but I am marveled by that script. It's an unbelievable script. It's an unbelievable script. It's like the fact that it's not favored to win is pretty insane to me. Honestly, yeah, it's the best. Yeah, I might think, I might like a little more than Fablemans script. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. And... McDonough hasn't won yet. How is he not winning this one either? It's weird. When we do the Oscars night thing, I think I might be a little risky and put it all on uh, Martin McDonough for that one. I have some money in Vegas on it. All right. I think I think that's going to be one of those upsets. We'll see. I don't see freaking everything everywhere winning all these awards. Yeah, it's it there. It's at the point now where it's kind of like the Warriors with Kevin Durant. It's like if they don't win seven or eight Oscars, it's going to be a disappointment for them at this point. Like, I guess I, I don't see it though. Like I, I can see it with like, okay, like it's getting to the point where it's like, God, is it going to win the 11? People love this movie. I I know. People love it. But I get it with Return of the King and I get it with Titanic. It makes perfect sense to me when you watch those movies. It's like, yeah, yeah, of course. How yeah. could you, how could you not, how could you not give it all the, the technical awards at least? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm like, Really? Because this is the thing. I'm not sure people love everything everywhere as much as the internet does. I've been saying that since the movie came out. It's like the internet's favorite movie ever. I think that's right. I, I'm trying not to be cynical about it. Yeah, because it's not a bad movie. It's, it's, just, it's not a bad movie, and it is definitely not an Oscar movie. And I That's cool. Yeah. will applaud in general if a non-Oscar movie wins a bunch of Oscars. I, I'm always in favor of that, even if it's not my favorite. <laughs> but of course, this happens. The movie that's the most un-Oscar yeah. movie I've seen since like Fury Road, right? And it's like, I, 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 it's just not my thing. No, it's just it's just <laughs> not for me. And yeah, I'm I'm not going to be cynical about it. They could do a whole lot worse. It's just hard being the front runner. It's hard. Like when you saw that movie in April or or May of last year, yeah. you're like, man, it would be sick. If this snuck in, like if Kiwi Kwan got a nomination here, like if Michelle Yeoh got a nomination, that'd be awesome. But that's never going to fucking happen. Like a movie like this doesn't get nominated. And then it gets nominated for everything. Universal acclaim. It is winning everything. And we're like, yeah, really? Is it as good as Tar? Is it as good as, you it's know? It's not as good. Yeah, that's the thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know, so, it's not. <laughs> well, that's what happens. It's, with, it's tough being the king, man. It's tough being on top. This happens every year. I refuse to do it. I'm not playing the game. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm satisfied. I will say if it, I'm expecting it to win, so if it wins, I won't be upset at all. And it is cool. It would be it's it, a movie like that winning is pretty amazing. I'll, yeah. I will say that. So. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Original screenplay. Yes. Charlotte Wells. After Sun. I didn't put it on, but I probably should have. Yeah, it's one of those things where every little bit of that movie is so necessary to crafting that memory that she created there. It's just a. Per- I'm convinced it's a perfect movie. Honestly, it's pretty good. It's fucking great. It's pretty good. It is too good. Um, decision to leave. So that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm bad with these particular names. I'm sorry. Park Chan Wook Park wrote Ch- the screenplay. I, I know that Park Chan Wook, but that's not the first name for me. It's Jong Seo Kiong. There you go. Okay, there we go. Cooper Rafe, Cha Cha Real Smooth. You know my thoughts on this movie already. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Owen Klein, funny pages. Hell yeah. I was like, yeah, there you go, kiddo. Hell yeah. Take your Oscar. Don't wipe cum all over it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Zach Krager for Barbarian. Really well-structured script. Yep. One of those movies where you lay out the plot on a timeline and it's really unremarkable. Mm-hmm. But the way that he plays around with it and the way that he chooses to reveal certain bits of information. Gymnastics routine of a script is, that's what it is. Subverting your expectation and just moving them around, just like cutting and pasting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's excellent at doing that. It's also one of my nominations. Yeah. Yeah. Cha-Cha, another overlap with you. Funny pages. I know you don't like Nope, but I I think it's one of Peele's best scripts and that you're going to hear that movie come up later as well. Mm. And I also nominated David Kep for... Oh. His Kimmy script. Okay. Which is Considered a it. Yeah. movie that I really liked a lot and is able to weave in technology <laughs> without feeling corny. Annoying was, yeah. You know? In a way that feels believable to the world that I don't see being immediately dated. That's the other thing. Right. It, it is both of our modern world, but also like a sort of parallel dream reality. Yeah. Like that's the thing with movies. It's, it's, it's kind of like high frame rate. It's like, okay, technically, this technology is better, quote unquote, or more advanced, but it ends up taking me out of the movie. The movie feels more fake because it looks more real. And technology is often the same way, where it's like the more current the technology looks, the more fake the movie seems to me. (laughs) And what this movie does is is kind of split the difference. And it gives you that modern uh, sensibility with a kind of Hitchcockian rear window pulpiness yeah know? with that that particular kind of story yeah. not not in terms of the the story the hitchcockiness but again the, the use of technology and and just the 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 cleverness at which it, it it's able to uh design it so that it makes sense in that way that you were talking about reminded me of like her for example they're yeah. totally different in terms of what they create but that's a, her's a movie that i can't see being dated with the way it does its future yeah right well but yes her <laughs> her creates a world that in a hundred it's like 2001 like yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in 200 years 2001 is still going to feel like the future sure you know whereas kimmy is about today, today. and that's a lot harder to do in my opinion and it, it does a good job it just rock it does, solid yeah. yeah really good uh, movie. but cha-cha is my winner here cha-cha is your winning all right, all right. Yeah, pretty absolutely. good uh it's a decision to leave it's fucking decision to leave it's a, a good movie a thousand <laughs> thousand days out of the year <laughs> speaking of hitchcock oh like, my god yeah that script is brilliant it's really good yeah uh, shall we go to best actor? Oh boy, of course. I went kind of freaky with this one. I went slightly freaky. I let the freak flag fly. Your nominees at the Oscars: Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for the Whale. People are amazing. <laughs> yes. Paul Meskel for After Sun. <laughs> Bill Nighy, Living. I d- I'm confused by living. People are amazing. I watched The Whale, by the way, since the last time we talked. Yes, I know. Woo, boy. Don't like that movie. Think about people as they're amazing at Yeah, it's not the Joker. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I'm very, 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 very split on that. It is much worse than the Joker. Oh, my God. It's Uh, much worse. Yeah, it is. It is worse than Joker. It is. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. Uh, except for my daughter. She is not amazing. <laughs> She's a demon. She's the spawn of Satan. I can, and th- that's the thing. I contend that the movie is not 
as it stands for me, I find the movie very mediocre. It's bordering on bad. And the the primary reason for that, because because a lot of the other stuff, I'm like, it's just Aronofsky being Aronofsky, and he's and he's beating you over the head with everything about it. That's and fine. I love that but, about Aronofsky. But, uh, usually, like I I usually find that a feature, not a bug. No, exactly. In in, in in there are certain instances like with Black Swan where he uses it amazingly. Yes. Same with the Wrestler, which is probably the best example of that. The fact that he is a tasteless um, filmmaker, I think, yeah, those <laughs> this Brooklyn guy, yeah, make it a movie, yeah, that just doesn't know any better. Yes, you know, like I'm going to include this like lesbian dream sequence yeah, in just, Black Swan, <laughs> it's just bordering on exploitation. At yeah, and it, right. Just, and the Wrestler delightful. is another thing like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The ending of the Wrestler, I think, is actually really powerful and profound, but. Yeah, in a parallel universe, that's very similar to the ending of The Whale. Yes. It's almost identical. Yes, yes, I agree. And that that's where I come out. It's like, I think The Whale is meh, meh, with some great elements, with the, most notably uh, Brendan Fraser. He's good. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say he's very good. I'm personally tempted to call it a bad movie just because of Sadie Sink's character. Like Mother, I was like, eh, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> and a lot of that was just because of whatever, whatever the fuck they were doing with Sadie Sink. It's so bad. It's so bad. It is a horrendous performance. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I found the whole affair which to be kabuki theater. Like I, I Oh, I, I get it. Like I just thought the whole thing felt so vapid. The, <laughs> the way that they just point the camera at this fat guy and be like, Well, look at the fatty. And the way that he tries to play it off is empathetic. Mm-hmm. The way like Aronofsky is like, well, look at me. Like I am tapping into a part of the human race <laughs> that's that what we he... have turned our, our, our cheek at. And this is Aronofsky. Though. That's what he does. Yeah, I know. Does. And yeah. I think normally, uh, yeah, normally I find it at least entertaining and enjoyable. This one, I, I was so uncomfortable in my own skin watching this movie. Like I wanted to crawl out of this thing. Mm. It was really gross. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think I would vote Austin Butler if I had a vote. Well, n- now I just want to see Brendan Fraser get it because why not? The fact that when he won the SAG, I'm like, okay, maybe he'll win. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't really care either way. Okay. Go ahead. Alexander Skarsgård for the Northmen. On my short list. Yeah. Felix Camara. All quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Park Ha'il for a decision to leave. Also on my short list. <laughs> Idris Elba, 3,000 Years of Longing. Hell yeah. And finally, bum, 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 David Howard Thornton, Terrifier 2. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Just a fucking hell of a performance. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. David Howard Thornton, Terrifier 2. It is actually one of the best performances of the year. (laughs) It's an amazing performance. It is like classic cinema. Just make it the most violent thing you've ever seen. But holy shit, he's a, it's a, it's an amazing role. Wow. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, every time I see the poster for that, like I think this is this belongs in Redbox or something. Like I I feel like I've seen that poster a hundred thousand times of that ba- same clown creature. Yeah, basically, but yeah. people love this movie. I don't love the movie, but uh, enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, I'll say that it was one of the quiet hits of the year. Like they they crowdfunded it. I know. Yeah. Um, it had like a really hardcore fan base that got this thing a, a limited theatrical release. And... I'm I'm just realizing now. I, I'm not sure I would have nominated it because it's a little bit in, too indulgent in this way. But like the editing is really good in this one. It's 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 very good, especially with the kill sequences, which are are just insane. They're just insane. There's something wrong with this Damien Leone to shoot them this way to have what happens happens and to edit them the way that he does it's incredible not my winner though 
as great as he was, just kind of the surprise of the year. Who no. was your winner? Idris Elba. Great performance. I loved him so much of that. I wanted to give something to 3,000 Years of Longing. Uh, he's really good. In he's movie. really good in yeah. that. Yeah. It's a, his best performance in years. I agree. Yeah. One of my favorites that he's done. You see that guy, you're like, that's a genie. Yeah. That is a genie. Yeah. No stringer bell there. It's just, right. it's, it's a genie now. Yeah. I loved it. He was on my list. Really? He awesome. He was. Yeah. It, Fuck yeah. Uh, Idris Elba, 3,000 Years of Longing. I also had Gabriel LaBelle for The Fablemans, who got overlooked in all of The Fablemans nominations. Yeah. He, he holds that movie together. Yeah. You know, he's like the rug in Big Lebowski, man. <laughs> yep. Cruz. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I see. Obviously. All right. right. I see what's Please. happening. I see what's going on here. Please. Okay. It would, it's an affront to humanity that he was not nominated for the Oscar. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Like, he should be in the front row. Well, I didn't nominate him. God damn it. I mean, he should, <laughs> should be giving a... 12 minute monologue after accepting the award like what are we doing here we, we, abby and i she hadn't seen creed and we watched it for the first or i watched it with her for the first time yeah and she literally asked like did he win anything and i'm like well no he didn't <laughs> well if you really want to well, bring this up if you want to go there <laughs> i clearly haven't dealt with the wounds of this event oh i hate that he did win so my gym shows movies in a in a dark theater, there's like a bunch of treadmills and ellipticals and in a literally a movie theater. And uh, I, I've been getting into running lately. I'm I'm back on, right. I'm back onto cardio. Cool. So I run a lot now, and I uh, will often judge movies now based on how long I run on the treadmill. <laughs> you know, like when Black Adam was on, I felt the need to get off after two miles. But you know, when a really good movie is on, like maybe I'll push it for another mile or so. Uh, Creed was a four miler. Whoa! So well, you're running with Michael B. Jordan in that scene. You're getting into it. No, yeah. Rocky is literally screaming in my ear it that the, I am my own worst enemy. Look in the mirror right now. Perfect movie to run to. When you throw a punch, he's going to get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Such a good movie. That is an unbelievable movie. That movie is so fucking good. It made me sad though. I'm watching. I'm like Ryan Coogler, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No one got anything for that, and it's a disgrace. Yeah. Oh, uh, Diego Calva for Babylon. Okay. I, I thought a, a total revelation in that movie. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, this one's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch, but. I'm thinking. You're never going to guess this. This guy has been doing great work in this franchise for over 20 years now. Dare I say it is one of the great animated performances of all time. But Antonio Banderas in Puss in Boots, really? The Last Wish. Every line is just so juicy. Mm, okay. He's funny. He's romantic. <laughs> he's dramatic. Like, he plays the emotional beats. And I, I, I don't know if you've seen... You haven't seen Puss in Boots yet, right? Not yet, no. It's, it, I will be seeing it, though, yes. It gets really existential. Um, I know he fights death. and He literally fights the embodiment of death, and he is confronted with his own mortality, yeah. and he sells it. Banderas is really, really, really good. Interesting. Um, I am, of course, giving the award to Cruz, and I am inviting him on the Anti-Oscars podcast right now to deliver however long uh, a speech he wants to deliver. Come on, TC. Okay. We'll wait. Jump on our couch. Um, He's listening? Curse us out. <laughs> We're not wearing masks. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Cruz, that's my winner there. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I did not nominate uh, Cage, by the way. Nicholas Cage uh, was on my short list, as I mentioned. All right. All right. A movie that I've kind of soured on. Yeah, I I, don't, I still like the movie, but 
yeah, it just didn't leave a significant imprint on my mind, unfortunately. Not as good as the performances in it. And uh, man, it took so much restraint to not nominate Gyllenhaal. I, I was hoping you wouldn't do that because he's not good in that movie. Best bro. performance in a Michael Bay movie. What? Ever. <laughs> Ever? You heard me. Ever? Ever. How can you look at Megan Fox and say that in that first movie? That's true. Shame on you. <laughs> Let me rethink my position. On that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hall yelling about the flamingos. <laughs> Those are two separate events ridiculous performance <laughs> he's good okay he snorted so much cocaine yeah he the did. original cocaine bear Jake <laughs> fuck yeah you seen they're doing a roadhouse remake i don't know if you've seen the footage popping up so they, they're they turning roadhouse into a an mma fighter and like conor mcgregor is the bad guy in the movie so oh Hall has been uh like filming at actual MMA events, because they like, like using the crowd at the MMA events and Dana White's and all the movies. Or Wait, Gyllenhaal's going to be in Roadhouse? Yes. As Pat, the Patrick Swayze character? Correct. And now he's an MMA fighter. He's joining the UFC. So you're saying Conor McGregor has to deliver the line, I used to fuck guys like you in prison? I hope. That would be wonderful. I hope. That, that is one of the hardest lines in all of fucking action filmmaking. You, that thing is intense what a fucking hot bar that is what an incredible fucking line that that line fucks that goes deep that <laughs> that brings you back to nom that is a rough i want that line tattooed on my chest i'm like what did you just say it's an unbelievable bit of screenwriting it is an instant nightmare if the anti-oscars <laughs> were around in the early 1990s you best believe roadhouse would get a nomination it's for like, that line alone like, this script sucks oh uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Jeez. Leave the gun, take the cannolis. Uh, nothing. <laughs> There's nothing on that line. Whew. All right. Uh, best director. Here are your nominees. Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inishirin. Daniels, Quan and Scheinert. And for everything, everywhere, all at once. Steven Spielberg, The Fableman's Todd Field for Tar. And Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. Seems like it's the Daniels category to lose here. I would agree. What do you got? Uh, my nominees, Charlotte Wells, of course, for After Sun. Yep. Luca Guadagnino for Bones and All. Park Chan-wook, Decision to Leave. Edward Berger, All Quiet on the Western Front. I cannot believe he wasn't nominated. And uh, Robert Eggers for The Northman. And my winner is Park Chan-wook. Yeah, totally acceptable. I, I overlapped a lot with you here. Okay. Charlotte Wells, Park Chan-wook, both get a nomination from me. I gave Jordan Peele a nod for Nope. Mm-hmm. Gina Prince-Bythewood for The Woman King, uh, who's been doing awesome work for decades in this industry. And that's a really strong feat of direction that she did there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many movies like that have you seen that are like Dances with Wolves knockoffs that are just disasters, that are unwieldy, over-budgeted nightmares well this one's yeah this one's a little more poppy than some of those other ones yes it's not quite as like brutal as something like braveheart or anything like that but it's we've seen so many movies like this lately with the narrative of theaters are dying yeah you know what i mean so it's interesting that this movie actually did something or did anything at all and that it was as good as it was yeah uh yeah it cost 50 million dollars and studios very rarely give that kind of budget to movies like this anymore i I want 100 movies like that a year i really do like i I will continue to see movies exactly like this we used to get them we used to get them all the time it felt like so 90s to me such a throwback 
I'm gonna give Peel the win here just to just to share the love. That's fine. Just to share the love a little bit. Best director? Yeah. Yeah. What's your win? That's okay. Park Chan Wook. Decision to leave. Man. Sweeping. Wow. Sweeping. I told you. Decision to leave. Decision to leave rocks. Decision it, to stay. It's only, got, it's gotten like, like I, I loved it. And it obviously was one of my favorite movies of the year. I think I put it at, what is it, four? I want to say I put it at four. Mm-hmm. But it's just gotten better and better and better. Yeah. It's, it's. Really good movie. It's an excellent movie. Yeah. With some incredible performances in there. I agree. Yeah. As well. Um, let's talk about one of those performances right now, actually. Uh-huh. With the Best Actress category. Yep. Your nominees at the Oscars, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough to Leslie, <laughs> Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. So we're sure Kate Blanchett's winning? We are not sure at all. No, we're not. Wait, so Michelle Yeoh won at the SAG. Correct. That's right. Oh my God! We are not sure. That's so funny. Very unsure. I told you. I was like, Dude, just wait. You kind of called it. Just wait. I had quite a bit of money on Kate. Mm. I'll be honest, um, but we'll see. I got a bit when we were uh, going back and forth. It's just one of the funniest because we do this sometimes. We're we're watching an award show and we're going back and forth on what's happening. And I'm like, I don't know, Nico. And this was one of the funniest because <laughs> you just got everything. I got wrong. everything wrong. <laughs> I'm rethinking my whole whole portfolio. <laughs> I'm like. So it's like, what's happening? <laughs> Cashing out my 401k. I don't even have a 401k. I'm just like, the skies are falling over at Plainville right now for Nico. This is bad. It was bad. That was really funny. Bad times. Yeah, I don't see how and why Kate would lose this award. Uh, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. No, Michelle Yeoh is fine. I, I love Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah, me too. She's very good. It's not even my favorite performance by her, honestly. No, I, ad- I adore her in, in many films. Um, yeah. Kate Blanchett becomes another person on screen, though. Like she, she creates a a person from thin air. Kate Blanchett is, it does not become millions upon millions of different people, though, does she? Blanchett, Kate, you're a genius, <laughs> dude. What is that fucking song? Viola Davis, my woman, Kate. Ugh. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, yeah, but okay, we'll see. I mean, she becomes. A, a whole multiverse of different people, Michelle Yeoh. She sure does. She sure does. <laughs> like, I'm not sure that I was actually watching Kate Blanchett. I have no evidence. Like, I think Lydia Tarr's real. <laughs> I think it's love, a documentary. You, this is your. She's favorite. unbelievable in that movie. <laughs> yeah, she's very good. Oh, she's very good. She's very good. This you do is- not start without me. <laughs> This is one of your favorite things ever invented. I it's think. so great. I'm convinced you that want, movie's so great. You want to marry Lydia Tarr? I do. I, I can fix her, Adam. Yeah. I can fix her. Conversion? <laughs> Nico, it can't be done. <laughs> uh, I'll give you my nominees here. As I just mentioned, Tang Wei, decision to leave. I, I, I called her a lead actress. So you can make the case that she was a supporting performance but um yeah yeah uh she's unbelievable steals that movie mm-hmm. rebecca hall resurrection Fuck! oh the monologue whatever if you can deliver an oscar monologue you <laughs> got not me an oscar monologue you got me <laughs> i don't understand what the fuck's going on in that scene because i don't buy the setup i don't buy the framing it's just a random silly stupid monologue 
Here's another unhinged performance. Oh, uh, my Margaret Qualley stars at noon. Okay. She's nuts. She's an absolutely <laughs> insane woman. Yeah. She's crazy. Keep her away from your children. <laughs> but a, just dynamite. Tour de force. Love her in that. Uh, Dakota Johnson. Love of my life. Cha-cha real smooth. Mm. Steals it. Steals my heart. And my winner. I think I've been saying this throughout the year. And I, I, I imagine you came close to nominating her, too. Uh, but Jenny Slate and Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, one of the most distinct vocal performances, just because Jenny Slate has one of the most distinct voices in yeah. show business. I love that little guy. It's not my favorite performance in that movie, though. I think uh, Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini is my favorite. She's great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great, but but very good. Yeah, that's a good choice. No, but every line in there, it's like in lesser hands. The voice actor would want to play up the cuteness, um, but she just she just says the line. And it, it like no mustard on gets it. the character. She just gets it. Gets you know, everything is kind of cast off. She mumbles a lot. Everything's kind of under her voice, under her breath. Yeah, yeah. It's very embedded in her, and you can tell. Like she's, she's. You can tell she's been doing, doing this, this character. character for years. Yeah. yeah. Um. It, it's like it's like that that instance where they adapt a play and they hire the same actor who played the character. And exactly. Just, they just live with this character for ages. Yeah. Right. It's like Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Dracula. Yeah, yeah. It's the same <laughs> thing. Right? This is her Dracula. It's her Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's my winner here. That's a good choice, though. Yeah, yeah. Tangway, uh, decision to leave. Mia Goth, Pearl. I haven't seen those movies yet. A fucking insane performance, and one of the best of the year, I'm going to be honest. It's just a crazy good performance. Just completely and utterly unhinged and delightful at the same time. Like I love every scene she's in, just by like, oh, what are you going to do? There is a monologue in this movie at the very end that goes on for like 10 minutes, like an unbroken shot of her just talking about why she's not a good person and why she's fucking crazy. And it's just the best thing I've ever seen. It's like, eat your heart out, Rebecca Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. And here's a funny one. Zoe Kravitz, Kimmy. (laughs) Yeah, I made my shortlist. (laughs) Nominated for supporting actress and actress. She's quite good. Yeah, she did pretty well. Of course, Dakota Johnson, cha-cha real smooth. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, my guy. The best. I mean, just an amazing... God, I love her so much in this. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe I turned the corner on her that quickly. Yeah. She she's now becoming one of my favorite actresses. Like I'm super curious to see everything she does now, and it took a lot of work <laughs> digging herself out of the Fifty Shades. Yeah, hole. it's a stupid move, but it's interesting that she made this movie. It does say a lot about her character. So yeah, and that she put in that performance. It's just awesome. But nope, my winner, uh, Frankie Corio, After Sun. Thought you might do that. Yeah, yeah. I I just I loved this character. And I love this this actress and everything she put into it. It's just one of the most natural things I've ever seen. They have such chemistry. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Wells talked about before the movie started, she kind of let them hang out for a couple weeks. Yeah. And just get to know each other, go to the beach, go swimming. And it shows. That work shows. They have an incredible amount of chemistry. And this is her first ever performance. It's an amazing performance. If you're not moved to your core by what she's doing in this movie, uh, God, I don't know what to say to you. Uh, did you think about Amber Midthunder for Prey? I did for a minute. I thought you might do that. Yeah. She's also very good in a she, debut performance. She is. She's, she's quite good. That is a category the Oscars need to start doing is best first performance. I would agree. Yeah. The Grammys do that. And I think the BAFTAs do that too. They, they have do. Like a rising star award. Yeah, they do. Tom Hardy's won that award. Yes. Yeah. The, the Oscars need to do that. Like, it's so stupid to me that they. That one, in, yeah, like Amber Mid Thunder and then, yeah, Frankie here. It's just like, that de- That deserves more recognition than it's been getting too, I honestly. Because I, I do think I like her more than Paul Mescal in the movie. If I were to pick my favorite performance, it's easily that. Yeah, he's very good. It's just like, 
strangely enough, it's not as media role as she has. You know, yeah, most no. of the stuff that is happening with his character happen off screen and it's kind of obscured exactly. by the filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's in basically every scene. It's mostly her on her point of view. Yeah. I almost nominated Jennifer Lawrence here for Causeway too, which I think is a decent little indie, but it is nothing without the performances. Like the performances are that movie, Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry. I heard it was kind of boring. It's kind of boring. Yeah. And so that's why I thought about it just cause like if those two are not in it, I don't know what you have there, <laughs> um, but she's good. Uh, and Kiki Palmer. Nope. Thought about that one as well. Mm. They campaigned her in supporting actress for some reason. Um, yeah. And she failed to get a nomination there. I, but I feel like she's the main character of the movie, isn't she? Dual leads in a way. Brother, sister. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she doesn't feel like a supporting actress in that to me. I give you that. Yeah. All right. And here we go. The main event. Oh, Best picture at the anti-Oscars. Your Oscar nominees. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. Ben Cheese of Inisherin. <laughs> Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar! Anagram for art. Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Are Talking. Women Are Talking. I'm sorry, Women Talking. And Rat, by the way. That's true. Women are talking. Women are talking. I saw a great tweet that was like, are they? When Mark Wahlberg said women are talking, it sounded like a warning. <laughs> People. Women are out. talking. <laughs> Guys, women are talking. Did you hear? Dude, we got we to gotta get out of here. They're talking. <laughs> uh, this list is going to look a lot like my top 10. I just took out all the documentaries. Yeah, kind of sim- similar. There's a few that snuck their way in. The Woman King, The Batman, Ambulance, Marshall the Shell with shoes on, Barbarian, Decision to Leave, Funny Pages, Nope, Cha Cha Real Smooth, and After Sun is my winner here. Mm-hmm. Marcel, The Shell with Shoes on, The Cursed, Pearl, The Batman, 3,000 Years of Longing, The Northman, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Decision to Leave, Bones and All, and my winner, after sun. Hell yeah. Stop. Oh, I hate it. It's just, it's knives, man. What is that? That's, I'm going to be. <laughs> Dude, I, here's the thing. I've cursed you with this, though. It's like the tape in Evil Dead, man. It's oh, like, no. I've heard this thing. I heard this thing like two weeks ago and I've been humming it to myself. I can't stop. Dude, that's one of the worst things I've ever heard. I was like, what the, what is going on there? I, I'm going to have perpetual nightmares of Ariana. love has it did the thing. Wait till you see the visual though. Wait till you see the dance she does. The half-assed fucking dance <laughs> that she learned 24 hours before the show. What are your feelings on Ariana DeBose? I was in last year, but you know, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was in and now I'm out. Grand open and grand closing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's your anti-Oscars. Not bad. What do you think are, okay, most wins, and it's the same as my most nominated. Uh, yeah, let's go through it one more time yeah. here. Best Supporting Actor went to Justin Long in Barbarian. Best Supporting Actress, Lashana Lynch for The Woman King. Best Cinematography goes to Decision to Leave. Best Editing to Babylon. Best Director goes to Jordan Peele for Nope. Best Original Screenplay, Cooper Rafe for Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Best Adapted Screenplay, Matt Reeves and Peter Craig for The Batman. Best Actress goes to Jenny Slate for Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. 
Best Actor goes to TC for Top Gun Maverick. And Best Picture, After Sun. Best Actor went to Idris Elba for 3,000 Years of Longing. Best Supporting Actor, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Bullet Train. Best Actress, Frankie Corio, After Sun. Best Supporting Actress, Dolly DeLeon, Triangle of Sadness. Best Adapted Screenplay, David Kanich for Bones and All. Best Original Screenplay, Decision to Leave. Uh, Best Film Editing, King Sang Bum, uh, Decision to Leave. Best Cinematography, Kim Ji Young, Decision to Leave. Best Director, Park Chan Wook, Decision to Leave. (laughs) And Best Picture, Not Decision to Leave, It's After Sun. Most Wins, Decision to Leave. Most Nominated, Decision to Leave. Four Wins, Seven Nominations. Second in line there were After Sun and Bones and All. After Sun had five noms and two wins. Bones and All had five noms, one win. Look at you running the stats. I thought you'd appreciate the stats. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Did you do any stats? I didn't. (gasps) I did more homework than you. But I fixed the Oscars, and so did you. We did it together. (laughs) Hell yeah. We fixed the Oscars. You're welcome. There's no reason to watch the Oscars. No reason. You're done. This is it. You come here. Tight hour? Is it a tight hour? Yeah, something like that. No, Maybe it's not an hour. Listen, it's tighter than the three and a half hours the Oscars are going to do Jesus this Sunday. Christ. I'll tell you that much. Has anyone ever died during watching the Oscars? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think for the most part, pretty good list. I'm looking down my list again. Yeah, this would be a sick fucking award show. I'm excited. My prediction, uh, if, I, if I were on two cents, is that uh, Maggie Smith dies during the Oscar ceremony. <laughs> Don't say that about Dame Maggie Smith. Am I wrong? International treasure, Maggie Smith. <laughs> I love Maggie Smith as much as the next guy. You know, I even love her in Downton Abbey. But she's getting up there, dude. Yeah. Ian McKellen can't make fun of her anymore. Can you call what Maggie Smith has been doing in Downton Abbey for the last 10 years acting, though? It's acting all right. Doesn't she kind of just sit in an armchair and... Yeah. And she, she says... Putter. Putters, yeah, she 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 talks shit, you know. Every right. once in a while, she gets up and waves her finger. So it's a, uh, it's 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 not not a performance. Mm. Yeah, those Brits, man. <laughs> what passes for entertainment across the pond? If you ever turned into a sophisticated British television guy, yeah, there's the, thinking about it. I can die happy. I'm thinking about it. Maybe in my sixties. Mm. Maybe I'll make the pivot. That ain't bad. Yeah, just really get into masterpiece theater or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I speaking of old British women, uh, as part of my mission to watch every Oscar-nominated movie, I, I watched Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, a best costume nominee. But by, by the way, uh, a movie literally designed in a lab to get a best costume nomination. <laughs> that's the only reason. Right? Like, that's the whole movie. Oh, my like, God. It was engineered to get that nomination, and it did its job. Uh, Mrs. Harris. Oh, Mrs. Harris went to fucking Paris. <laughs> she saw the Louvre and the Mona Lisa, and the, oh, look at the Eiffel Tower. She bought herself a baguette. Mrs. Harris, good to see you. Oh. She's... <laughs> Jack and Jill went up a hill. Oh, what's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> Jill came down with 250. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Harris. I love that Mrs. Harris. <laughs> Leslie Manville plays Mrs. Harris and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. <laughs> the lack of H in every Mrs. Harris. Ms. That's it, the whole yeah, movie is that. She's in Paris. She's looking at dresses. She can't afford them. 
<laughs> what? And people just come up to her on the street. They fall in love with her. A Forrest Gump-like figure. Is, is that right? Just wandering through life. And people are going, ah, Mrs. Harris. <laughs> what? Mrs. Harris, good to see you. That can't be the whole movie. There's like mimes on the street, you know? And they Harris. They, they, ah, Mrs. Harris. The, the mimes stop. They actually speak for nah, the first there's time. there's no mimes in the movie. Some monks take a vow of silence. Hey, Mrs. Harris. Mrs. Harris. <laughs> Let's go to Notre Dame. Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll see you on Sunday. Join us on YouTube for our second annual live stream of the Academy Awards. Me, Adam, Nick Evangelista. Oh, God, help us. <laughs> Can't wait to see you. Uh, until then, we love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.